Welcome to Sister Hack. Do you crave candid conversation? And are you curious about how others deal with the details of work, home, family, and everything in between? Well, sisters Hannah and Rachel have conversations about the unspoken dynamics that drive our everyday lives. And we have more in common than you think. So when you listen to Sister Hack, you too can share hacks and laughs that help make this convoluted life a little funnier and a little more clear. So now introducing Hannah and Rachel. We're back. We're ready to hack. Hey, listeners. It's me, Rachel. And this is Hannah. Welcome to Sister Hack. Welcome to our October episode. We are thrilled that it's starting to be a little bit more fallish. Yeah, I'm into fall. Um, I'm into it. Do you do typical fall girl stuff? I'm no, not completely. I just had a summer where I was very sweaty. <laughs> no, you can relate because tell me about it. You were pregnant all summer, and you live in Austin, Texas, but. I just the relief in the air is like a relief to my to my heart. Fall, there's a there's a quote that became famous last year. It was well, it, probably before last year. I became aware of it last year. I'm so glad I get to live in a world where there are Octobers. I remember you posting something about that on on your socials. And so I'm still glad, and I'm glad that it's October. What's new with your October? Um, well, speaking of socials, I'm trying to stay away because I watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix. Have you seen it? No, but I should probably watch it. It's sobering. <laughs> Just about how much time you spend? It's not as much time as more like the kind of dangers of it, the addiction and um, uh, just the control that it can have. Um, mm, so. mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I highly recommend it's it'll be it'll be good for me in the long run. Just be a little bit more conscientious about it. Try to keep that on my mind. Maybe I should watch it once a month. Mm, good idea. What about you? What you up to? Um, just chipping away, waiting for you to have your baby. <laughs> wow, I'm sure that's hard on you. Um, so speaking of babies born in October, which yours will be, Hannah's due the 23rd, so maybe around when you're listening to this, um, or probably, at it. probably not, but hey. Yeah, I think to, we, we could have done hacky birthday to my baby in October, but I don't want to jinx it and have yeah, her be born give, in November. We wanted to give a birthday shout out to an October birthday listener. So this month for our October hacky birthday, we're shouting out, I would say me, but I'll say our, our friend, Callie Thiel. Thanks for listening, Callie, and being an awesome hack head. And for your many offers to be a guest on Sister Hack, which we will take you up on one of these days, because girl, you are funny. Happy birthday, Callie. Yes, she was my first friend in grad school. I knew her before you. Oh. Just saying. That, but that's okay because you are way closer with her now so that's okay (laughs) thank you to all of our listeners shout out to all of the october birthdays um 
you want to keep in touch with us, be sure to pop over to Sister Hack Podcasts on Instagram. That's where we do most of our flow, but not too much because social it's dangerous. Dangerous out there. <laughs> You're addicted. Just kidding. Get All addicted right. to us. You're ad get addicted to us, not our Instagram, not not Instagram in general, just ours. Maybe. Just ours. That's the only one you have to worry about. Ours and maybe our guests. Yes, our guests. Um, you want to explain our guests? Sure. We have. Gonna, okay, go ahead. Well, you know what? Let's start it out with a little teaser. Let's do a little question. I got teaser. a little question for you before we get into our guests. Okay. This has to do with our episode. So what, um, what's your most recent project that you've been working on at your house and how has your spouse interacted with that project? My most recent project here at Home Sweet Tomes is a little weird and that's what I like about myself. Um, <laughs> so as we all know, I grew a garden this year, which I've talked about a few times, but I am overcome with herbs. And so I'm in the process of drying them out so that we can have fresh herbs throughout the year. And this is not really a home project, but it's homemaking, so I'm relating it. But Kyle came home the other night to piles of leaves on the counter. Nice. Like I was doing something illegal almost, <laughs> but I wasn't. I was just drying herbs and bottling them up. That's it. And wow. Ports it because he likes the way that it tastes and smells and so he's supportive but I think when he gets home he's just not really sure what he's gonna find and actually you no know, so then the next day I had a bunch of t-shirts laid out on the kitchen table from 2007 my high school memory box that I was cutting into rags <laughs> I was cracking up at your high school memory box the stuff you said I prayed a lot for patience with my parents with <laughs> realizing now they were probably praying similar prayers. <laughs> oh, good you, Do you have any projects going on and what is Zach's response to it? So I'm in heavy nesting mode, um, which is I guess what they call when pregnant women get a little frantic and try to like get their house clean and things together for the baby. Um, it's apparently hormonal, but I feel like I'm kind of nesting always because I just like a nice, I like an organized space. But it's really extra fun for me to like get the hospital bag ready and like those kinds of things. What's not as fun is kind of just my subconscious. If something gets a little bit, you know, displaced at the house, like, oh, it just bothers me more than it usually would. Um, I do, how Zach is involved is I do usually give him a weekend baby prep chore. So like last weekend, it was raise the, cr raise the crib because we have the crib and it's got to go into newborn mode, which is so you don't have to lean down as far and pack your hospital bag. He did raise the crib. He did not pack his hospital bag. So okay. I gave that one to him again this week. Pack your hospital bag and figure out the single bob attachment. <laughs> and do you write it out? I tell him I, or I text him. I text him or tell him the... Two weeks ago, I texted him, and last night I told him, I was like, you want to know your baby chores for this week? And he's like, okay. So now he, 
I think he's starting to figure out it's a weekly, it's going to be a weekend thing. Yeah. So I try not to be overwhelming, but you know, it feels good to get it off my chest. Do the other kids have baby chores, your other three children? Um, not to kick my stomach. That seems to be a big temptation. I love them. All right. Well, you, so we're, you, you introduced. (laughs) Okay. We are, we are going to interview, um, two absolutely hilarious people. I had so much fun doing this interview and I know you did too. I always come off the interviews with a little bit of a high, but I just like was feeling very good, even though it was getting kind of late at night. Um, Jake and Desiree Barnett um, are the couple that we're interviewing, and Jake is a childhood friend. Um, He's always just been one of those people that can make you laugh just out of the blue. He's super um, outgoing, and he married Desiree, who um, has quite the social media presence, um, you know, and and so that's why we say you should also follow Hey Barnett Fam as well as Sister Hack. And those might be the only two accounts that you should follow on Instagram. <laughs> um, limit it, limit it. But one of the things that has made her popular is her do-it-yourself um, home projects, as well as just like her great fo- photos, cute family, awesome like narrative or description that goes mm-hmm. along with her She pictures. keeps it real. She keeps it real. Her stories are hilarious. And together they are um, just not to be missed. Not to be missed. And here they are, Jake and Desiree. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Sister Hack. Hello. It's so great to be here tonight with uh, two very special people. We just heard a really interesting essential oil story. Maybe it'll come up again, but... (laughs) If not, that's fine. <laughs> We're here with our friends, Jake and Desiree. Um, one we've known for longer than the other. and But both we love, I'd say, equally um, as maybe a little more, actually. But I have to say, we're not ranking love. We grew up with Jake here. Say hi, Jake. Hello, everybody. <laughs> And Jake is a good friend of our family, and he met Des in college. Say hello, Des. Hello. And they got married how many years ago now, guys? Five. (laughs) Five years ago, and have three beautiful little kiddos, and I fostered a few on the way as well. Yes. And just have a beautiful way of taking care of their home and parenting and raising their kids and documenting it along the way. So we're excited to ask, get to know them better tonight and ask some questions. Yes, we are so excited uh, for our audience to get to know you. And so to start out with that, we're going to have you guys introduce each other. So (laughs) well, let me start. That's this is a good introduction. Hello, my name is Jake. I'm going to be introducing my wife, Desiree. Mm-hmm. Um, Desiree is a introvert extraordinaire, but lives out her extrovertness through uh, through her uh, design work, through her DIY projects, through her family, and through her uh, I would say marketing channels or media broadcasting. Um, <laughs> she is 
the one of the strongest people that I know. She's not phased by much, um, which is pretty awesome because I feel like I'm phased by most things. Um, <laughs> she is beautiful on the inside and on the out. Um, and I, I will say that I am most excited for the years to come. Boom. That was really nice. Top, top, bad. Ooh, I wish somebody could see that. <laughs> that was a flashback to your vows when you guys wrote your own vows. That I really know. I, could, I didn't even get my vows out because I was literally bawling my eyes out. Like, hey, I just love you. Thank you for marrying me. And Jake, I was just, I, now I'm being put on the spot to say something really great. I was just going to say he's a dancing machine and he watches the kids while I do my projects. Okay. <laughs> I've got to go scroll my phone for my wedding vows. Now, Des, is Jake extroverted or introverted? Jake is the biggest extrovert you will ever meet. He loves people. He gets energized by being around people. And he has passed that along to our children. And so now I have four extroverts that I live with. And that is really fun. So you can tell for sure all three, all three are extroverts already. Yes. I have I have hope for Hosanna. It's scary that Judah is her mentor because <laughs> she's going, she's going a little crazy right now, but I still have some hope that she will be an introvert. <laughs> well, those are great introductions. Um, if you've ever listened to our podcast, you know our first section is hack yes and hack no. So basically we ask you a question and you tell us if you agree, hack yes. If you disagree, hack no. And then you can go into why. Um, you'll, you'll probably have your own opinion on this. So it's good you don't have to uh, have the same answer. But we're going to do the hack yeses and hack noes of projects and relationships. Heck yes! Okay, let's go. Are we both going to answer those questions? Yeah, you both answer. You could, you could say like one, two, three, or you could just, you know, answer when it comes to your mind. It's just really flexible around here. All right, oh. so hack yes or hack no. Always tell your partner your budget before you start. Heck no. <laughs> no. No. Why not? <laughs> he doesn't need to know that information. You can tell him part of the budget and then you sell a bunch of stuff on Facebook Marketplace <laughs> when you go over that budget and need money <laughs> to continue. I obviously would say yes. <laughs> um, we actually had a budget discussion today that lasted <laughs> an hour and it ended with me saying, are you done? And her saying, yes, please, can we be done with this talk? <laughs> However, I will say that as we've journeyed in the last six months, we have gotten exceptionally better with one another about, I'm like, yo, here's some, well, not here's some money, but let's allocate some more money to this. And yeah, it's, it's hard because you want to do a lot more than you sometimes can yeah. do. So trying to space those things out and make sure we have money to do it is a challenge and making it a priority it's something i really love to do and want to continue to do for our for our family in general making our home a beautiful space that we enjoy being in um, and it's not as much a priority for him there's other things to spend money 
don't even start. It's not, it's not a high priority. It's not a high priority. It is, it has now become better and like allotted in the budget to help be able to do those things. Y'all didn't know you're coming on here for marital counseling. Oh, it's, it's going down. Okay. <laughs> hack yes or hack no. If you're not doing the work, you don't have a say in the project. I would say no. I, I, um, I'm gonna say this in the last question. Desiree's like ultra laser focused. So like, and we both are at times, but for her, like when she gets focused on something, she can turn it into a gear that I cannot. I used to be able to, I feel like, but like she can just power through it. She's gonna get it done. She's gonna figure it out. I'm able to speak into a project if it has to do with like math, like calculating hey, I need help with this. But if it's like anything design, I don't even say, I don't, I know better. I'm not going to say anything like, oh, yeah, it looks nice. Like at no point I'll be like, hey, maybe we should try this color of like off-white <laughs> rest. Like, no. And that's not my skill set. So yeah. I'll leave that alone. I would have to say hack, yeah. Because we have a lot of opinions when it comes to design stuff. So I have to have that. He knows himself in that way. Yeah. Okay. Hack yes or hack no, both people should have a say in the timeline. Hack yes, hundred percent. I mean, well, that was one of our talks today was just like, hey, how do we spread? Like, I so I am very calculated. I like to plan. I like to know, hey, this project's gonna be finished by this day. You will then start this project, which will cost this much. Um, I which I'm not a I start things with no plan. Like I don't write anything on a piece of paper. I try, I like look at a picture. I'm like, I'm gonna do that, and then and then puts her head down and works from that time until the end. It. And yeah. then like 24 hours later, oh, our bed's gone. Oh wait, they're sitting on the floor. Wait, where's our where's our couch? It's not here. We're sitting on we're sitting on uh, field chairs right now, but but we complement each other well because I will push her to plan those things and she pushes me to chill the heck out so that's good right it sounds like you have really good communication around it in general or that's just been something that has had to be developed yes developed yeah, yeah. a forced thing for sure <laughs> <laughs> whoa there's some things coming out here tonight all right I like that yeah we're gonna have to take some screenshots not that Hannah and I have have anything to write about with our look tonight but the way that Jake looks at Des as she's answering is very funny oh okay more. two more hack yes or hack no if one person's in the middle of a project the other should pick up slack in other household areas you answer that <laughs> I mean I would love I was actually thinking about this today what is what's your thoughts there <laughs> I would say, <laughs> I would say hack yes, but <laughs> I would say this is how it hack happens. <laughs> but, but never, we've never actually discussed this. And I would say if I had, if I did a better job with a timeline of like, hey babe, I'm going to start this project on Monday. I'll have it done by Friday. Going to need some help with dinner this week. Going to need some help taking the kids out, cleaning, laundry, whatever. But I don't do that. I just start a project and it could last 
forever. <laughs> and then we're all walking around naked because the laundry's not getting done because I'm sitting all day doing a project. Or, or it's 1.30 like on Wednesday night and I'm dead asleep and I hear a saber saw underneath my head <laughs> and I get awakened to like a saw cutting a piece of wood. I would say uh, hacked. Yes. I mean, if, I mean, yeah. So the, there has been some wins. I feel like we're, we are setting more rhythms. So we are getting like, if you set one new rhythm in a month, awesome. Like that's what I'm just learning to celebrate. So like one of the things that we have been doing is like taking pictures on Fridays. We've started planning that it's on the schedule. So we just know like, okay, we're taking pictures on Friday. Um, so we'll get there. But right now at times it is, the challenge will be like, if I do come home and it's messy, I'm just going to go town cleaning. It's like, nah, I can't do this. Um, so it's assumed. It works well. Yeah, it works out well. <laughs> it does, that's right. <laughs> okay, last one. This kind of goes with it a little bit, but hack yes or hack no, the end result justifies whatever blood, sweat, and tears went into it. Hack yes. Hack always. <laughs> right yeah heck yes yes uh, yeah for sure <laughs> well you don't look at me like that I, I i yeah for sure i don't to me the the process of how to get there sometimes is more interesting than the end result so oh wow uh, i would say like the learning that that desiree has like the learning that desiree has had up to the end pro progress is kind of cool because you think about like the skills you've developed for future things. Pretty awesome. Pretty dope. I think your best work's to come. To come. Yep. It really is that. amazing. It's inspirational. Okay, guys. Wait, what I said or the projects? Both. Okay. okay both. Ah. I think your conversation here, like, is a conversation that a lot of married couples either have or need to have it might just not be like project specific but it's about like other things in their yes. life about whatever their passion may be that's hard to like reel in once you get going i i identify with you though des i'm the same way kyle says oh she's in the zone you know if it's cooking or a project or something and he knows not to like yeah, don't. Yeah. Kids, so i'm like everyone. jake i like yeah, the timeline are. i love the timeline Everyone here can clothe themselves, though, so that's kind of the difference. I know that's where it gets tricky, and that's <laughs> I think that's another hard part too. Is that when he comes home is like often our time together or our like in general free time is my free time because yeah. I now have someone else to help with the kids or mm -hmm. late on, late at night to do stuff. So we're can still you share really quickly your Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, can you share your kids and their um, names and ages? Yeah. Our oldest is Callie and she's four. Our middle is Judah and he's two. And our youngest will be one September 20th. Hosanna. Yeah. <laughs> he was born on the passing floor, by the way. That's my favorite story. Oh, yeah. yeah we're gonna, save it. Gonna, save it. We're going to ask you about it. Also, also, I, was, uh, I don't know what I was going to say. Never mind. I'll get that. Okay. <laughs> All right couple questions for you guys so and first and jake was like wait if this is about diy are you sure you guys want me on this and of course we do we're gonna keep it keep it a little bit broad too thank jake, you curious because hannah and i uh like talking about ourselves hence why we have a podcast but what we know you from growing up 
Um, we met you in middle school and you live not too far from us. Um, actually, we want to know what you remember about our family from childhood or what stories stand out to you. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I would say, it's funny how I can quickly come up. I would say two things. These are, I don't know why these are the first things that, that come to mind, but number one is like highly competitive. Um, like I remember one of the things that like shocked me that was like Andrew was getting paid to run. I was just, I mean, that sounds amazing. But like, as I look back at that, like for you guys, like, I think what your dad was trying to do is like develop like, like some sort of competition or sport or something that would like drive y'all. Um, but each of you guys like had that component in you as a, I would say like separate, but then also together as well. Like you guys would compete with each other, but you also compete with yourselves. Also, y'all were just like um, a good, healthy family unit, right? Like I think a lot of people would consider your home to be a family home because um, the way that you guys interacted as a family was one of like something that people wanted to be around, right? Um, for me, it was good because I felt like I was a part of a family, right? Um, even though I had my own family doing my own thing, um, I had another family to come to and eat dinner and have treats, uh, which who doesn't love cookies? I mean, I think at the, actually the last time I was at your house, I ate two cookies. This was like a month ago. And I left a note from your mom, like, things haven't changed. Tammy, don't leave but the were you last? Were you there recently this summer, right? Yeah, I was okay. there, um, I think maybe like, when did we go to the market? A month and a half ago. And it was during... I forget what, but we went to your guys' house and Steffi and Andrew were there and I, I stole some cookies. Take that. Okay, so this is very funny that you say this because season one of Sister Hack, we had an intro. It's a little different now, but we said, um, do you have candid conversations? Something, something, um, something about your family. And then our mom literally hid cookies from our friends. Was background part of our intro? And that was about Jake <laughs> for all the hackheads. Coming full circle. Full circle. We had to, we had a one or two cookie limit when, because <laughs> of Jake. And well, also, I mean, Jake really, I, Rachel and I were talking about this question a little bit. There's so many stories, but my daughter, my five-year-old daughter, she's really into like getting in trouble and stuff like that. So she, she makes me tell her stories from my past when I got in trouble and I don't have very many because I was like a very good child I have told her when you broke my senior picture frame I was waiting on that one to be told as soon as you guys asked that question I said cookies are going to be brought up and a frame is going to be brought up because I have had I've heard those stories many times only because the pinnacle of that story was me running across your lawn as your mom pulled in the driveway holding a broken glass frame <laughs> trying to hide it underneath my shirt like oh my gosh so like I wasn't allowed back Ava, in the house April wants it to be really long so I'm, I like build it up like we were having a lot of friends over this summer and Mimi, she was running out of food in the house. So she told, <laughs> she told Tio and no more friends over for a little while, but Tio still brought his friend Jake over. <laughs> I told him the whole thing like that. And she's like, so and, into it. And, and, and Tio wrote, oh, <laughs> oh, here we go with the Spanish. But thank you 
for what you said about our family, Jake. That's really sweet. And that's how we remember you too. You're like a brother to us. So thanks. Awesome. Being here. Except All right, Hannah, you do the next question. Like, we sat down to like do our uh, devotional prayer and Jake thought he knew it and he was like, oh, give thanks. And then he like didn't know what he was saying. <laughs> Confirm oh, Lutheran who doesn't remember the main confirmation prayer. What a bum. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so Desiree, <laughs> back to you. Have you always been interested in house projects? Um, and when did your initial interest in projects start to cross over with the social media realm? I've always loved design and decor. I played college basketball, which did not really leave me any time to do anything um, until I graduated. And then we immediately got married in our first apartment is when I started. That's five years ago, we had a, we actually rehabbed our first apartment Super random story. We wanted to get into this one neighborhood where Jake was working for a nonprofit and back to him being an extrovert. He went and knocked on doors around the house or around the neighborhood, um, giving out flyers for a garden or something. And somebody invited him in. This was like the middle of the hood. <laughs> somebody invited him in and he went in the house. They started talking, blah, blah, blah. We ended up rehabbing this guy's you know, apartment that hadn't been in for like 10 years. The roof was like falling in. I was like, man, this looks amazing. Can we move in here? He's like, yes, yes. So he paid for everything. We got to do all the labor. And I say we got to, we really enjoyed it. It was, it was really fun. We like, learned a lot. we learned a lot. We gutted, like fully gutted two rooms, refinished floors, painted everything. Um, and I'd say that's probably where it started. I actually had a social media. I had an Instagram for that. Uh, do, you, do you remember that? I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I do remember that. So active, actually. No Not active. <laughs> it just exists in the interwebs. Um, and then, yeah, after that, my dad was Mr. Fix, Fixer Upper. He did a ton of stuff around our house. I grew up seeing it. And then, I don't, I wouldn't say I have expensive tastes, but I like nice things and we don't have money for a lot of nice things and so if i want it i have to make it myself basically <laughs> like the beds you know we had a we got gifted a king size mattress didn't have a king size bed frame for it and the ones all the ones that i were was looking at were like a thousand dollars i was like oh a thousand dollars for a bed i'll i'll just look at something and make it and i did that was my first like actual really big build i think before that everything i had done was like type of craft stuff like sewing and hot glue type of stuff and this was like, was like, like tools. build a king size bed i had like an epiphany before that bed though because you did something where you had to like use tools and, you're, and then you did you're like oh i can do this i was like yep and then you started doing it i love that so inspired. I'm inspired by you and the work that you do. And so I know anyone will we'll definitely tag your guys' channels, but hey, Barnett. Don't take don't take my channel. <laughs> Nobody don't wants follow to follow Jake. it. Follow I, I reposted one of your stories and I is the first repost I've done in like a year and a half. I know. I was like surprised by that. 
sometimes I get really active for like one week and then I fall off very quickly because I realize I'm boring and nobody <laughs> wants to follow me. Hey, look at the budget I made today. Oh, okay, cool, loser. Anyways, go ahead. Sorry, my bad. No, I was just going to say we, you guys introduced your kids um, a few minutes ago that you have three children. Um, what are some of your core beliefs about raising kids and how have you been able to live those out? I would say have a sense of humor and be able to show yourself a lot of grace. Um, so that's not probably a core belief. Uh, I don't know if that'd be like a core belief, but yeah, like taking sure. it easy on yourself. Uh, I would say we're, we're like mid stride in our, in our raising kids um, journey. So I think even now, like we're still trying to figure out like what it means to develop rhythms with three kids and then have it fluctuate to five and then back to two or down to three. I don't know. I, there's always kids coming in and out, but like trying to figure out like consistent things that we can do with them, um, whether it be prayer or just like reading together or not putting them in front of the TV, um, which seems to be often very easy to do. Um, I don't know that I really answered a question in terms of like core beliefs there. Um, we try to have a lot of fun with our kids enjoy our time with them um but yeah that's what i'd say probably more general than like specific yeah, yeah. we both at the core want our kids to love jesus to love people and how that looks every day we're still trying to to figure out the rhythms for that you know being an example but also family times of sitting down and reading the Bible together, praying together, worshiping together is hard, is hard to do with so many different things going on. Mm -hmm. And we're still trying to figure that out, well, especially now that Kelly little, yeah. is four, yeah. you know, so she's and just little kids. Like, mm -hmm. and know, yeah, like attention spans are three to five minutes at a time. Callie's really the only one that can sit down and listen and really comprehend things right now and so trying to do that with her while also like entertaining the other kids and trying to get them involved and it's it's ever changing but we're trying <laughs> you recently moved from st louis to cincinnati so has that just been um, a blessing. I mean, you're closer to family and that kind yes. of Yes, yes, it's been a huge blessing. Like from the second we moved here, we were like, why did we not do this long, long ago? Yes. It's It's been really, really amazing. Yep. So, and we had, we had a great support system in St. Louis as well. We had a lot of awesome friends um, in a really great church, but having having family and especially like y'all you guys know your family is super tight like you you know what <laughs> you know what it is it's just different like you can have awesome friends but being around your family is just different Des has a similar family to ours how, how many siblings does four four yeah four siblings yeah same well, you guys know. we've talked about do-it-yourself projects and parenting but Perhaps the ultimate parenting do-it-yourself overlap is the birth story of your youngest daughter, Hosanna. <laughs> You've likely told the story a million times, but 
Can you just? I don't it really never gets old. Can I just like give the highlights because it could take up the entire podcast? Give the highlights. Right? Yeah. Oh, and the highlights. you know what? We should link to like where you guys are actually telling. Like, oh yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Here's the highlight. Desiree has strong contraction on couch. Makes grimace. Stop. Okay, you don't have to cut out. <laughs> she has to talk like a caveman. I look over, I see her, I go, oh my gosh, I look like a strong contractor. She says, oh, let me, I'm going to go up and take a shower. Hold I on, think. let's set up, let's okay, set up this. We don't have time now. to set it up. Just, no, just a few things. At this time, we were fostering. So we had five kids, four, four kids, because Savannah was not born yet. Hours, this was hours before. We only had four kids at the time. <laughs> four and a half. Yes, so we had four, three, and two one-year-olds. <laughs> All right, so then we go up to the, then we go up, she goes up, she takes a shower, she gets out of the shower, she's like feeling contractions, I come up, I'm like, okay, cool, it's time to go, right, I take a quick shower too, because every time we just do that, right, kind of shower before you go, like we got time, I hear a scream while I'm in the shower, and at first, like, you know, when you like think you hear something, but you're not 100% sure if you heard it, I was like, oh my gosh, I get out of the shower, I'm like half dripping wet, and I, Desiree's like, oh, Oh, like it's coming, it's coming. I was like, what? Get, let's go, we gotta go. She's like, no, it's coming. I was like, no, like we're not doing this. I'm not doing it. The hospital's five blocks away. And I realized it was done, right? Like it's over. Then it switched into go mode. I called 911. The lady was just ticking me off because I couldn't <laughs> hear her over Desiree screaming. And she's like, sir, sir. I'm like, no, no, just shut up. Just stop talking to me, I can't. And um, so we got Desiree on the floor, uh, Desiree screaming. At one point, at the pinnacle of this story, it was me and Desiree. At that point, I'd thrown the phone to the ground because I was like, just done with this lady. Um, He's trying to help us have our baby. I could not hear her. I literally could not hear her. I, and so the head was out and in, in still in the sack. It was so it was me and my wife and the baby's head was out. Hosanna head, it was head. And I didn't. I forgot that babies can still breathe. Like, I thought the baby, I, Hosanna couldn't breathe because like, I thought her neck was like stuck in between Desiree's leg. I'm like, oh my God. Like, oh my, it's coming. I can't breathe. He's, he's good. He's not too stuck. <laughs> For nine months. <laughs> guys, 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 you're like, oh my God, how could he think that? You, you put yourself in my shoes and that's how you think it, okay? So, praise the Lord. There was a woman that was called to come watch our kids. Um, and she's got four kids. She's, she loves birth. She wanted to birth a baby. Like her dream was to birth, a, like to have, like help deliver someone a baby. deliver a baby, right? So she like knocks on the door. She's like, hey, I'm here. And I yelled, get up here right now. And she's like, well, what? Like, what do you mean? She didn't realize the baby was coming. She thought she was just like, like watch the kids. She's like, like knocks on the door, like get up here. Like runs upstairs and I leave because the one thing I did hear the lady say is to grab an umbilical cord to, or a, um, a shoelace to tie off the umbilical cord when the baby comes out. And so I laugh to go get it. Elena comes in and Elena said when she came back in, the head was not there. So the head, so Hosanna went back in after she already came out. And, um, and so, meanwhile, I came around the corner and just threw the shoelace into the into the bathroom because the firefighters were there and the paramedics. But I guess in that moment, Hosanna 
you can tell her because I wasn't there. In that moment, Hosanna comes out pew, like a missile, and then you can tell what happened. He came out of the sack. The sack is ripped, rips off. The the paramedics were still not there. So uh, when I came back around the corner, Elena was holding Hosanna and just like, it's okay, breathe, breathe, like breathe. I'm just like smack her back. We were just waiting to hear a cry from her, and then she like let out a scream. And we were kind of just like, okay. And I think it was the paramedic come around the corner. Yeah. I was like, where the Maybe like two to where three the minutes. Where were you guys? Like, what the heck? Like, where were you? We called you. Like, this is your job. Be here, please, next time. Well, what they were doing, you know, at the time that they were recording a TV show? Well, we didn't know, but yeah, we didn't know, but I knew it was happening right away because the couple weeks before, there was a huge car accident outside our house, and they were like out there with the cameras, like videotaping that as well. And I told Desiree I wanted to come out in like a white beater, like, like holding some like like a beer or something like get out of my yard like just like just like to make the show but i didn't do that so you made yeah. it in a different way how so, long like was this whole thing like 20 minutes like from start to finish like shower to her first contraction from the time she was born was 45 minutes oh my gosh so my contractions jumped my first one my i had two that were like eight minutes apart i got in the shower and they jumped to two minutes apart and they were only at two minutes apart for less than five minutes. And then they jumped to like back to back. Oh, yeah. this is scaring me. Does that happen with your other kids or not? That no, no. They stayed asleep. They were all around the room. We were all on the second floor where they were all sleeping. I was in the bathroom and all of their rooms were. Oh, all four they, kids stayed asleep. Oh, wow. They were, yeah, oh, they were all. My goodness. Yeah. That's a gift. They would have needed some intense child therapy yeah. if they um, had woken up. I think Jake still might. <laughs> I, had, I had literally post-traumatic. I mean, we've talked already in this podcast. We've talked about Danny and his friend Emily. They were the last person you would want in this situation to happen to. He was losing his mind. <laughs> Jake, well, so real, we we had heard bits and pieces of this story, but you guys um, did like a video about it and linked to some of the footage. And Andrew, who's our brother, Jake's best friend from childhood, everything, was in town. We were all in Michigan. We pulled y'all's YouTube videos up on the live screen or on the Stop. big screen yes. we had popcorn it was so good Stop my it. mom my husband <laughs> hannah andrew and we watched and we were just in fit it was so oh my gosh crazy. i'm glad everyone has seen me partially naked in the back of the ambulance that is so fun <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure that's so is, that is she having another baby no she was not having another baby <laughs> Jake's like, hey, uh, hey, babe, uh, somebody's coming to watch the kids. It's fine. I got it. Yeah, because I called her mom to say, hey, just so you know, the baby just came in our bathroom. She was like, no, stop, stop. I'm like, no, you stop. The baby's here. Like, come on. <laughs> I was like, get your butt to St. Louis. We need you. The baby just came on our bathroom floor. Please come. This is not a joke. Code red. Um, Des, you said, like, it's okay that everyone's seen you naked because of this video and this crazy experience is that more or less embarrassing than the other video that your family has recently been known for where jake is 
dancing, gets on the couch, and then accidentally and violates my son. Violates my twerks into Judah's head, who then face plants into the floor. Caught on video and has how many views on Instagram? 1.1 million, but who's counting, right? (laughs) (laughs) At one point, I was watching it. I think I I, had watched it probably more than anyone does, but I was like, can you not watch that video anymore? (laughs) I I honestly have a million of the views. Well, because some of the comments coming in were hilarious. (laughs) Some of the comments coming in were hilarious. One person said, I wish he could booty bum me in my face. I was like, oh my God. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's like, oh my gosh, who are these people on here? Yeah, there was a lot of flirting on there, I noticed. There was. <laughs> Some of us have saw that dancing and said, this guy could be a star. <laughs> this guy's going to be a star. We linked to that in our story, but we'll be sure to share that again. Um, I had a couple people write me and say, I saw that video. That's this guy. <laughs> that is hilarious. That is him. Yes. Yeah, that is my everyday life. Welcome oh my goodness. to it. Welcome to it, Hackheads. Okay, guys, we've taken a lot of your time. We just we're we're gonna do one more section here. Um, this is called Sister Ask. So we asked some of our listeners and followers for what questions they had that might have to do with DIY, do it yourself, um, raising kids, family, parenthood, and the like. So we're gonna share just a couple of those questions with y'all. The first one is um, probably specifically more for Des. This is from our friend Jenna, um, who was actually on our May episode, season two. Anyways, um, Jenna asks, what is your motivation for DIY projects? Cost-saving, creative, just fun, et cetera? Good question. I think the creative outlet and having something to do outside of things with the kids. Just having something for myself to do. Love that. And like you said too, the finished project or the finished product. Yeah, yeah. It is really cool to be, and, and just to be able to know that you dream, even if it wasn't an original idea that you like thought of something that would work, we're able to actually like make it with your hands and like mm-hmm. finish it and see it it's pretty cool and then she had a follow-up question too what has been your favorite project that you've worked on uh my floating bench i think yeah i thought i i was not sure i was not sure that one was going to work because <laughs> i i kept looking for plans for some and nothing nothing out there was very explicit and so I was kind of just winging that one love that I was very surprised that it actually worked thank you um these two are a little more family oriented um one of our listeners Jess asked what were the must-haves for y'all to make your house feel like a home good question I think in any space curtains and rugs pool together a home like nothing else we currently have one of the two <laughs> and a couch you know what a couch is really helpful to pull your home together and we don't have those things but i would say those if you want your home to feel cozy and have a space feel put together rugs and curtains 
can you share real quickly what happened to the couch? <laughs> um, sure thing. We, I wanted a section. No, I wanted not a, we. I, I said I. No, you said we. wanted a sectional, and I had planned to get one. We had inherited these nice couches that I knew if we sold, we could afford a sectional that I wanted. And so I went ahead and sold those on Facebook Marketplace without first checking how long it would be before the sectional would arrive. And it's about 12 weeks, turns out. So we are currently sitting on our kid's nugget, which is like a foam play mat and two lawn chairs for the next. We're, we're down, we're down almost two weeks. So we've got like 10 Honestly, weeks. like I like joke about being upset about that, but to me is whatever. It makes it yeah. fun. Yeah. I remember at one point when we were, we thought we were going to move St. Louis, we like sold all our stuff. We were like eating on the floor for like 10 weeks. I was like, we can knock this yeah, out. We'll be, this will be okay. So it is kind of funny though. Like we're going to move to Texas for like a little bit. Yeah. So we were going to move to Texas. So we sold everything and then we didn't and then moved into an eight bedroom house in the middle of St. Louis. So it was like, what the heck are we doing? But I would say like, that's one thing. This is going to go. A quick tangent but what we um like enneagram you guys probably know that stuff fun stuff uh but like we read about like toxic like ours and how they interact tox like not in a good way and then how they can interact in a good way like positively when we're both healthy and one of the things that can like allow for health is like spur of the moment decisions that are just like we're gonna do that and we're just gonna go all in i don't feel like most people are that way but like to me it's like I'm glad at least we made a decision with the couches, right? It's better than being like, oh, are we going to like, uh, just do this? It's like, oh, we want to buy that house. Boom, let's go for it. Or we're going to move somewhere, then let's go. Um, which makes life fun yeah, and interesting. Fun. Like we, we bought this house and three months later, we were like, man, can we sell this house? Like we, can we move? There's like- We got a postcard in the mail of somebody trying to move into the neighborhood and like actually had a house showing. And if they would have been interested in the house, we probably would have sold it. For more, I'm sure yeah. you would it for. Yeah. Yep. Wow. I love that. I love that for you guys. That's, yep. that's um, fun. So what numbers are you on the Enneagram? I'm a five. Oh, I don't think I just have a little bit more of what that means. I don't know about no. any fives. What are you, Jake? I'm a one. Oh, I know some ones. Yes. Aren't you a one, see, Hannah? People, see, people no, I'm a know. Three. Oh. People know ones. They say that. Like, oh, I know some ones. Because ones, because ones, because one, ones are reformers and they just want to freaking change the world. But they're also perfectionists. That's not a great thing. That's you. <laughs> what? Yeah. What, what are, are you? you? I'm a two. Okay. Hey, what's up? We're only one number apart. Sorry. Hey. Go ahead. I I don't totally relate with it. I'm I might need to take it again. I think I just did a free one. I I'd be interested in yeah. a more thorough one. But I think there's a lot about two that I that I do um, associate with. Okay, you guys, let's end with some fun. Let's make up some hashtags for ourselves and each other. <laughs> okay. I made, up, I made up a few on the spot and I made up one beforehand. So oh. this one, because you guys, you met, I mean, we didn't really even get to get into a fun part of your story, which is that you were both played D1 college basketball and met during that time so this one is hashtag photo shooting and scoring followers 
<laughs> that is way too good. <laughs> that is really good hand. <laughs> Jake, are you brainstorming or texting? Uh, Hashtag baby. No stop. <laughs> He's writing down. Oh, it's what? <laughs> you have one chat? I don't actually. Can okay, I'll do, I'll do my other ones while he's thinking of for himself. Um, this is in relation to Jake's video. Hashtag viral during virus. Oh. <laughs> I love it. I came up with two, but I definitely could do better if I had a Throw little bit. Throw them out there. Let's hear, let's hear them. Hash, hashtag booty bumping and baby flooring. <laughs> Get it? Because if you consider like booty bumping. Okay, everyone got that? Because then that could also generate a baby being born on the floor. That's how those things happen. Oh, and you, and you booty bumped your baby to the floor. Oh, yeah. bam. All right. Uh, it's better than you thought. Desiree, what hashtags are best, best spread, right? When you see a hashtag, you definitely want a full paragraph explanation behind it. <laughs> so baby flooring, yeah, that's good. Okay. <laughs> I was going to think of some more. I would be curious to know what your hashtag would be. Do you have a hashtag? No. And we want more of yours. Hold on. Okay, I have one more. Uh, this has to do with um, your Enneagram scores and the uh, amount of kids you've had in the, in the you know, just like a short period of time, which I can't really make fun of, but hashtag sponta spontaneous kids. <laughs> you guys know that one fast. Why are you so good at that? That is really good. Yes. <laughs> oh, Thank you. Man. That's that great. Good. Pumping my tires. All right. Jake, you think of any oh, more? Jake, you want one more? <laughs> you want one more shot? Yeah, I just literally then everyone hashtag bod, and I, and I didn't know what was gonna come after that. It was either gonna be body, body DIYer, but I didn't know how those things went together. So I also had hashtag baby. Um, <laughs> This is, I'm so sorry. This is not Katie, my talent. I'm not creative. Don't worry about it. If you think of some later, we'll give them. We'll give them a shout out. I will type yeah, those up tonight sure. and have them on your desk by 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. <laughs> no, you have other priorities. Thank you guys for coming on our podcast. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit and and record here so you can say bye, but stay on Zoom so we can say a real bye. Okay, sure. Thanks for having us. Thank you guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Sister Hack. For podcast news and updates and some awesome pictures, be sure to follow Hannah and Rachel on Instagram by following at Sister Hack Podcast.